Let's start. Yep, we're recording. Uh, All right. Take one. All right, here we go. Uh, So let's talk about Cal Gant. What do you think about his character and what things are important to him or some of his notable character traits? What's going to be important later on in the book? Um, well, I think it's it's weird how he's he loves. Well, I'm not sure if he loves it, but he wants to stay cool. If that makes sense, he wants so much of this. His school is based on like it's kind of like the untouchables, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's kids that you don't hang out with and you don't want to be known about, and that's what Gretchen is. And the whole first couple chapters, his whole idea is to try to to be cool, to score the touchdown, to do all that, and just to be a senior, to have a car. He wants to be cool, but when Gretchen comes around, she's kind of an untouchable. He doesn't want to be seen with her, but eventually he does because he's kind-hearted. Maybe um, it's like like Gretchen is like um, it's like a symbol. I don't know. It's like you keep going back to her. <laughs> what does that mean? Symbol? Similar. Like, Similar? Like oh, in- maybe he isn't popular. Like he, he he's trying to be popular, but he actually really. Well, isn't. I think he is. I do. I do think he's not. A non-popular kid because he's mm-hmm. starting on the basketball team. He got football playing time, and oh, what's her name? Lola, the most popular girl in school, is his friend. So is Tom. So I don't think he. It's a problem with that. I, I do think he probably thinks too much because he's not from a rich family. Yeah. But it's more like he's popular because of that, his athleticism. And his friend group, but not his entire friend group. Talk about it because you look at Steve with his leg. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, let's keep going with Gretchen. What do we know about her and her family by the end of uh, the chapters? <sighs> oh, no, I want to beat up her dad. Yeah, her yeah. her dad. Yeah. And she had a sister who went crazy, and her mom. Died or left? It doesn't. Her dad. I, I looked through there a lot, and I couldn't really figure out what happened. But pretty her sure mom. her mom's not there anymore. But that's weird. Like it almost seemed like her mom was either in denial about the whole thing, or didn't actually know. Because yeah. it sounds like her dad's just like a strict, like Puritan type person who's actually a pervert. Yeah, she can't wear makeup and stuff. Well, less less of that. That's just a really strict parent. But the beating and the sexual abuse that goes along with it—that's the creepy part. I do think he should lighten up a little bit, but like you even talk, he must hide it well, because everybody that talks about him, that's not Gretchen, says he's a good man good christian man maybe he's a little strict that's what they say like the baker says he's a little strict and he knows gretchen needs more of that outlet but he doesn't say he's a bad man 
do you think there's a connection between him um, beating Gretchen and not letting her you know, be attractive and not letting her make friends to conceal what's happening? Like he's afraid of her getting close to anyone. I think that could be true because, like, 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 her father says, like, I'm not supposed to talk to you. And because, I mean, if you build a relationship with, with someone else, you kind of end up opening up and, like, telling your darkest secrets. Like she's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, that's what he's afraid of right now. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is I hope her dad gets thrown in jail. And you know then Gretchen gets to be like a normal kid. It turns out she's a smoking hot babe. And then so her and Cal are like Oh we know that doesn't happen. happen. It's right. Beginning but Cal goes to jail. Huh? Cal goes to jail. Well that's like I feel like that's just like halfway through the book, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where like he's in jail and that's where it starts and then the fish is out. Haven't you ever like Saw, seen a movie like that? Yeah, yeah, like half one. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about Cal's father. Um, he works with the streetcars, and they're starting to get replaced by buses. Um, and we also see that World War one and two affected a lot of the characters. Thoughts on how that's going to be important in the book and why why the author chose to include that. Still early in the book, but... Well, just about the streetcars and the job and the world wars. So, like, I mean, you see the impact of, like, their vocab. Like, Cal commonly, when he talks about, he's, like, trying to hold his fart in, he talks about, like, he makes war references, like, it's a bomb, mm-hmm. ready to explode, and stuff like that. Maybe that's just him being like that. And then, like, his dad's just impacted by World War One. Mm-hmm. These it's interesting because these kids are cut, caught in the middle, like they were um, alive during the war, but they were young, and, and they were caught caught between World War One and World War Two. Yeah, but they didn't have to be in those wars. Mm-hmm. These guys would be like have to be in the Korean War, yeah, and Vietnam. So yeah, it's an interesting spot that they're in. They didn't have to be in those two wars, but they lived through it. Yeah. Um, There's that one guy who had two sons die in the World War Two. One in yeah. Italy and one in Philippines. Yeah, I don't remember where that was, but somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. One of you guys want to tell me what you got, and we can go back to some of these questions later. Uh. Where do you want to go? Research. All right, you can go first. Okay, so I did the literary luminary. I kind of just summarized these little passages that I thought were good. I kind of asked a question, but it was more of an open-ended question that 
just kind of think about. So page 14 through 15. Um, let's see. Uh, remember what it's about. Um, I really did focus on Cal and his dad. Past coming in contact with the future is a huge idea that is displayed in this novel. This idea is shown with the discussion of streetcars disappearing and being replaced by buses and cars. So we see it says where he's there at the dinner table, right? In chapter three, they're talking about streetcars being gone and Cal's dad, like his sister's like, did you ever see the Porsches pull streetcars? And he says, old enough to see the last of the streetcars only to be pictures in your books before long. Okay, and then you have stuff, junk them, the finest streetcars in the country. Cal's dad is in a position where he has to decide if his pride is worth it or not to lose his job. See, like, he can drive a bus if he wants to. And that would be the obvious option. But he doesn't want to because he feels like he goes against him. He wants to be a streetcar man. Losing the past is something that everyone must learn to deal with, but it's harder than a it is hard on some than others. Is his pride really worth it, or should he think about his family instead? Um, page 18. This is really, he really, Cal really focuses on wanting his dad to come to his game. Um, and that was kind of the main focus. He just wanted him and his mom to come. Uh, so, but we see here where it talks about uh, he wanted his dad to come to the game. His dad was always too busy to come to the game, something with that. After he messed up, he was glad his dad did not come, though, right? After he fumbled it, even though it was still a fine play, just because he messed up, he was glad his dad didn't come. I couldn't help feeling grateful that my father had not come to the game. He asked before the game, and his dad never came. Why is that something that would be hard on a kid, even if your parents would never come? It's like he knew his parents would never come, right? But why is that still hard? It's hard on a kid for a reason because he's your parents should. That's basically a discussion question, but yeah. Um, just quick two more. These last two won't take as long. When Cal is working, he sees his dad driving his streetcar, and his dad is very excited to see him. My dad seeing me in the truck started playing the bell like crazy. All his dad wants to do is to keep his job and provide for his family. It helps that he enjoys his, his job. The fact that he gets excited when he sees his son shows how much he cares about his job and how he wants Cal to experience the same thing. Why is this passage important to describe Cal's relationship with his father? So we see his father as a son. We see Cal. He wanted his dad to be proud of him for his sports. We see Cal's father. He wants Cal to be proud of him because of his streetcars. We see a love in that scene. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in the book because we see a dad that wants to have that relationship. And he's like, look, it's my son. Hey, that's so awesome. Look, 
that's I think that's a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. Last one, 32 or 33. Um, in this passage, we see Cal and Gretchen talking about her sister. Um, very, the kind of the moment where you realize what's actually going on in the book. Um, it's dead, she said. The baby is dead. Um, this is the first time we see her open up to Cal, and it is a very disturbing passage. We learn her hear the seriousness of her relationship with her dad, and it also hints to further things that we will read later on. Cal has a willingness to listen to her, even though she is weird. Why is this part huge to the book? Why is Cal so willing? We commonly see him saying, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be seen with you, but why does he keep visiting with her? Why is there a reason? Does he just feel bad? Does he have feelings for her? Which I don't think he does. I think he might be curious. Wait, maybe what curious? is going on? Like, he just yeah, he's got a little bit of curiosity, and he just can't. He knows something's bad. Something bad is going on. Well, we see he's not a bad kid. You know, yeah. like like his inclinations aren't for the bad because like when his friends mess around in their study hall, mm-hmm. he's they make fun of him because he usually wouldn't do something like that. Yeah. So I think he's just trying to do the right thing, but he doesn't have to be curiosity in there too. Yeah, but he doesn't want people to know that he's. Yeah, like we see him pray for Gretchen, which is interesting. Yeah. That's that could be another question. How does the church work in this novel? All right, right now. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> research. All right. Uh, research in so streetcar is like a tram or you know like it has little tracks that go through the city it's like a little kind of like a bus but puts this on tracks i hope you guys know what that is it's been going out um football uniforms are different like so compared to the 1950s they're different like not like during the 1950s they had like you know leather helm leather helmets and no face masks this is kind of different there's oh yeah and then St. Paul, um, the population in 1950 was um, uh, 31,349. 31, and it was the 35th largest city. And now in 2020, it has a population of 380,000. And now the 63rd largest city in the United States. So as St. Paul's been decreasing population. And in World War II, um, since, like, you know, the streetcar driver has lost both of his sons in the war, and he kind of mentions World War II a bit in the book, about 30,450 30, Minnesotians fought in World War II, and 9,797 died on the front lines. So that quite a bit of them were patriotic. And then um, just raising children, like, the difference... In the 1950s, um, the like 1950s adults were like would act like they are bigger than children, and they would expect you when they say stuff, like they would expect you to do it. But like now, what a concept! What, what a concept! I know. Well, I mean, there were more consequences in the 1950s since there are like there's no laws about like children's safety until like 1975. So. Parents were allowed to beat their children until like 1975. 
like, yeah. like get away with it, like so without like, having any consequences. When um, towels at the dinner table, right? That might be past where we were supposed to be. But he's at the dinner table, right? And he asks his mom and dad, "Is there a log that's beating children? Who would I report report it to?" Right? Um, and I don't know if there's a law against any of that. I feel like there should should have been something. But I do know that there are, there's probably laws against um, sexual relations inside of a family at the time. So, But I don't think he knows about that yet. He probably could report the dad for the sister thing, but... I don't know. This whole book just kind of makes me want to throw hands. <laughs> but also, because who's going to believe that, right? It's idyllic 1950s. Yeah. Everything is yeah. so perfect and picturesque. And we won World War II. We're heroes. Right, yeah. We're all, yeah, so celebrated. Meanwhile, you know, dad, Cal's dad, that's what one group was just talking about. They're like, I just, we just don't like him. He's just not nice. And it's like, but think about all the things that he's potentially been through and seen and everything. It's very, it, it, there's like good sides to him. Like we yeah. were just talking about before you got in here, the moment where Cal passes his dad and his dad's in the street, street car uh -huh. and Cal's in the truck and Cal's dad's got this huge smile on his face ringing the bell. Right. Cause that's what he loves and he wants his son to experience it. So you see, the still the love of a father, but it's turned rough by war. Uh -huh. so. yep. oh, yeah. All right, is that it? Got some more questions? <clears throat> uh, let's talk about McCluskey's dog. Some symbolism there, Seven maybe. Important symbolism, yes. <clears throat> um, let's see. Page 69 talks about um, Cal's <clears throat> trying to free the dog. He gets out and then runs right back to uh, the front door to the, cluster, to the guy that beats him. What do you think? of that in terms of symbolism or foreshadowing. I think we've kind of already seen it with Gretchen, honestly. Um, I don't know, I kind of hate talking about this. But Gretchen, um, she and her dad, she's, she's still with him. She hasn't like tried to run away or anything like that. And she's still concerned about it. So I feel like it's kind of even though um, he abuses her, it, she still just has this feeling like she he's her dad and he actually loves her. She's a good Christian man because that's what my mom said. Even though he hurt my sister, and my sister went crazy. I just, she knows in the back of her mind that it's wrong, but also a part of her is like, it shouldn't be like this. It's not supposed to be like this. So I think we see the same thing with the dog. I mean, 
the dog likes McCluskey just because that's his owner. That's who he's grown up with seeing. That's who he feeds him. That's who, I guess, provides for him in whatever way he does. Mm-hmm. But that's just, he keeps going back because he doesn't want to leave him. It's kind of that man's best friend mentality. You don't want to leave that person that helps you. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Predictions for the rest of the book based on what we see in the first 12 chapters. What's what's Cal gonna do? Well, he's gonna probably like help out Gretchen because he does go to jail mm-hmm. or something. And it's because and those two are definitely those two are involved in it. That's what yeah. we know. So he's probably gonna help out, beat up maybe her dad, and dad's gonna charge. I don't know. Gonna, I mean, he's gonna throw fists. He's gonna lose. <laughs> he's gonna get charged, and he's gonna go to jail. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it'd be like someone's trespassing on McCluskey's property or something like that. And then he gets thrown in jail for something that doesn't have to do with Gretchen's dad. (laughs) But Gretchen's dad still knows about him, still wants to kill him. I don't like this book. I like it, but I don't like it. I say that because I know. I have a feeling all these books that we read in English class always have a terrible ending. And I don't want to see the ending because I know it's going to end up Gretchen's just going to be like, there's going to be like this moment where it's like, choose me or your dad or choose freedom and your dad. And she's going to choose her dad. Because there's going to be like a dog going back. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to throw the book through the window or something like that. I can't spoil anything for you. Better. Keep reading. Oh, that's all we can do. Uh, if it gets to that part, you might not get your book back. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I've got. That's that's intense writer. Writer starts sweating. <laughs> she came in. So, so, so 30, 31,000. I couldn't say it. How my tongue was stuck. I was like, I'm an idiot. Why couldn't you have came in when Levi was talking about Um, What else we talk about? That's all the questions I've got. Talk about dances, or just society in general. It's pretty crazy. They still going on. They'd probably read. Yeah. Well, we could see what society's like from then to now. I mean, yeah, how many dances do they have? Holy crap. Like one every other fourth or third. Yeah, it's pandemic year, but but it's weird, like the relationships, right? Do you feel like nowadays you're more able to like dance with somebody that's not your date? Because that whole idea of him like his one of his best friends who's sitting next to him, her date doesn't want to dance with her. He just wants to talk about football. He's mm-hmm. like, I'd be totally willing to dance with you. But he'd have to, like, ask permission first. Mm-hmm. When I feel like today, you just, you'd be fine. And the woman's more, good. not controlled, but they have, I guess, 1950s, the women were not the most strict on women nowadays. It's a little, a little more casual yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, there were 
what they were calling like skirt and sweater dances where you know not every dance has to be a super formal thing where you get a fancy dress and a tux like this is kind of just like a social get together well it's like watching happy days you know you guys both seen happy days Uh, no no okay it's about it's a tv show from the 60s of course it's there's like the fawns who's what movie is you know you know that actor and then you know opie from the andy griffith show yeah so he's the main character uh-huh. Right, and it's just all about it, and they like just dance, and there's in their soda bar or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just that idea. They just like dancing. That's their pastime. It's not. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, and kids are struggling, struggling how to dance because, like, you know, well, that's what they just did. Yeah, we don't know how to dance. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> that's why George's gonna teach us. 